Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bulletproof Podcast with your host Thomas Rosema. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think just might possibly flip some perspectives for the better. It's about the hero's journey, how it relates to pretty much everything in life when it comes to the kind of the fundamental level. Um, before I go into this podcast episode, I want to sh- give a quick shout out to my good friend Josh Garrison, aka Rookie. He just released his new track yesterday called Get to Know Ya. It is on currently on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and a bunch of other platforms, I bet. And the link will be in the description of the podcast as well as the YouTube uh, version of this podcast. Please check them out. Um, I'll play a snippet get to know you at the end of the podcast so stay tuned for that if you're interested um but seriously this kid uh, i'm pretty grateful to be honest to be able to work so closely with josh um, and able to support him in any way i can in uh in helping him make his not just make his music or promote him and give him any support he needs really it's just this insane journey that you know we had with the going through, you know, course and with making the NHL, such as myself, with professional hockey and, you know, Henny, you know, Russell and Josh, you know, going to the music industry. It's, it's amazing because we're all just so pumped for each other. Every time, you know, every one of us makes a win, we celebrate it together. And it's awesome. It's just fucking awesome. Like, I've never been happier in my life. And, that is one of the reasons why. It's because I was just got a tight knit group of guys who were just—it sounds corny and shit—but following their fucking dream. And there's very few things I, I believe that can top that. Of course, you know, making the dream would be better. Um, but yeah, other than that, please go check out Rookie on Spotify and SoundCloud. I mean. This game is going to be the next big thing for sure. Anyway, to get into today's podcast topic, this episode is going to be broken down to three different episodes because, again, it's a pretty in-depth topic and I want to go nice and deep into it. First episode, we're going to talk about this episode, the concept behind the hero's journey, why it's relatable, a couple other things that, you know, a little nuances. Um, the second, I'll go over my journey a little bit in depth in a couple key areas. And the third episode, we're going to talk about other stories, how they all relate. And right now, I want you to think about all the Disney movies you've watched, all the any any movie you've watched, all the TV shows you uh, watch, the idols you look up to, whether they be professional sports stars. Think of all the the myths, the legends that you can think of, and the heroes of each of their stories, of each of these stories. And they all have a lot of things in common. And there's a reason for that. It's because the archetypal story of the hero is basically nested in civilization and, you know, humankind's history for the past like 6,000, 8,000 years. Even like one of the first religions um, in ancient Mesopotamia 
when we're talking about like 6500 BC, um, kind of delved around the history. I mean, if you think about the current day you know, Christianity, Christianity, um, you talk about Jesus Christ, he's a hero in, in the Bible. And in ancient Mesopotamia, you had the hero Mardak, his name is. It's the god, and he had to face uh, the dragon of chaos. And to keep the kind of the, the story short, he beats the dragon of chaos, and he builds the world out of uh, the parts of the dragon. And I mean, we can even look at Disney, for example. And I like to I always like to think of back to Beauty and the Beast. And how you have, you know, the, the well, I'm not sure if he's a prince or just a knight or, you know, kind of the the other hero of the story. Um, I guess he can't remember the, the prince or knight's name or whatever. But the, let's just call him the prince for now. It's gone completely blank. <laughs> um, the prince who goes to rescue Sleeping Beauty uh, from the evil queen who turns herself into a freaking dragon. Now why is it a lot of the time that dragons are always depicted in these kind of archetypical, very stereotypical stories? And Jordan Peterson, this, like this whole topic I took from Jordan Peterson, is that the dragon is quite literally the symbol of fear. And chaos. I mean, even in ancient Mesopotamia, they symbolized the dragon as fear and chaos. And but why is that? Why is that that we have come to associate the dragon as a symbol of fear and chaos? And the theory is is that well, in our evolution, we've become programmed mentally in our subconscious to fear reptiles, to fear snakes, to fear dragons. Because guess what? Those are one of the, our biggest predators that would eat us, basically. That would kill us and eat us. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of years. So you could say that the fear of snakes and dragons and you know reptiles is literally in our subconscious. And that's why we depict the emotion of fear, the theme of chaos, to be dragon. But what, what is the point of that? Why is that every time that we have to battle the, the dragon of chaos, the, that symbol? It's quite literally, in some ways, the most basic form of the story of life, I guess you could call it. I mean, we don't even need to go into stories to relate to this. There have been times in our lives, guaranteed, where fear has gone the best of us. Where we have a goal, we have something we want, whether it be, you know, someone we're interested in, you know, some sort of value, material, a dream. And these freak 
occurrences, these freak events, these dragons of chaos. Spear arises and steps in our way. And like the hero of, you know, Mardak in ancient Mesopotamia, or the hero of Sleeping Beauty. The only way that we can get to our goal, the end destination, the, to the other side, to what we want to achieve, is to slay the fucking dragon. It's to beat fear. It's to overcome fear. And whatever form that may take it, we have to face it. Otherwise, that dragon will pretty much eat us. <laughs> in, a, in a figurative sense, it will overwhelm you, it will take over you. And you'll find that fear will have control over you. And no longer, you can no longer, you no longer have control of yourself in that sense. That you can go ahead and achieve what you really fucking want out of life. You think about it, it comes in the simplest forms. Even in, let's say, public speaking. So many people are absolutely petrified of public speaking. What is the best way to get over that fear? But let's say, not even now, let's say what's the best way to get over fear itself is to face it. And it's not about being fearless, it's about being brave. You need to have courage to face fear. It's, think about, you know, when you're afraid of the dark. I mean, why are, you, why are you afraid of the dark? You're afraid of the dark because you don't know what lies in the dark. So you don't know what lies in that abyss. But what does the hero do? The hero goes into the abyss willingly, faces whatever may come at, and slays it, kills it, faces the demons, faces the dragons, faces all the monsters that lurk, you know, in the darkness, in the abyss, and gets to the other side. Where the gold is, to where, you know, the, the damsel and the distress is, to where. The heaven or paradise is that's what the hero does the hero doesn't like what many people do is run away and hide and hide in a cardboard box and act like the dragon doesn't exist because what do you do if the, what do you do if you act like the dragon doesn't exist what do you do if you run away from your problems what do you do if you run away from fear and there's a funny little story that again I I didn't, I'm not sure Jordan Peterson created it, but he read it out loud to a lecture once. It goes a little something like this. There's a, one day, a little boy wakes up and he sees a small little dragon just fluttering, you know, flying, uh, hovering above his bed. And, you know, just amazed by seeing a dragon, he goes downstairs and he tells his mom, like, mommy, 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 like, there's a dragon in my room. And his mother says, that's ridiculous, like, dragons don't exist. So, you know, he looks at the dragon and, you know, he swears to, swears in his life that a dragon exists and he continues bugging his mom and says, mom, mom, mommy, you know, the dragon, it's right there. Like, can you see it? She says, dragons don't exist, honey. So then the next day, he wakes up and the dragon's a little bigger. It's about the size of a dog. And he goes downstairs again and says, mom, mom, mommy, and, you know, the dragons, I didn't know dragons grew so quickly. And his mom says, once again, dragons don't exist. The next day, he wakes up. The dragon's grown even more now. It's the size of a, like a big horse. He goes downstairs once again. He sees his mom and dad having breakfast. And he says, Mom and Dad, 
you know, like, I swear to God, this dragon exists. Like, it's right there. Can't you see? It's the size of a horse. Like, <laughs> it's right there. And once again, mom and dad say, the dragon doesn't exist. And this keeps repeating over and over and over again. And one day, the dragon continues to grow so big, it's bigger than the house itself. And its head sticking out the doorway, and its wings are sticking out the windows. Its tail's wagging outside the back of your door. And it's literally, like, so big. You know, it just completely fills the house. And then one day, an ice cream truck drives by. And the dragon chases it, the ice cream truck. And he just, like, completely brings up the whole house with him carries it and all of a sudden now the mom and dad acknowledge that the dragon exists then all of a sudden once they acknowledge that the dragon exists a dragon shrinks down back to the size of a small puppy so this is a very basic story I know I didn't really tell it to Jordan Peterson tells it way better I'll have a link in the description to the lecture where he tells the story but the basic moral of the story that I want to get across is that for most people is that if you don't face that fear, if you don't face the problem, it's only going to get fucking worse. It's like a snowball effect. You know, if you roll a snowball down a hill, it's only going to get bigger and bigger. It accumulates more snow. It gets fucking massive. And, you know, for the mom and dad, they only noticed the problem that there was a dragon, the little like the little problem that there was a dragon, but also the figurative, symbolic problem of you know the problem itself, until it gets so fucking big, it's completely unnoticeable. But at the same time, it's also almost impossible to solve. Oh, shit, kind of scared me. Uh, no, <laughs> shit. For a second, I thought the freaking like I watched the Nun Friday. So, for those listening, just my, I was, I'm, hang, I'm hanging up like a flag behind me of, it's kind of covering as like a backdrop, and it's dropped, and, <laughs> I mean, what's the, I watched the, the new horror movie, The Nun, on Friday, and, yeah, it's, I kind of been having kind of, not, not nightmares, but every once in a while I see someone who's kind of dressed all in black with a bit of a hood on, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a bit creepy. Um, but anyway, back to the back to the topic. That story literally exemplifies why you shouldn't, why you need to face your fears, and I mean, this should go for everyone. It's not just for me. It's not just for the people who have a dream. Everyone has a fucking dream. Everyone has. Whether it's big or small, whether, you know, you have something you're set on achieving. Even if something as simple or as standard as, you know, you know, getting good grades in, you know, math or history in your school subjects. Or if it's as big as me and, you know, the numbers of Oath are doing, like, you know, playing professional hockey, making it in the music industry. You're on a pathway. And in many ways, you're going to go into the abyss. You're going to go into times in your life and in certain areas you're going to be in the fucking abyss in the fucking darkness where you don't know what the fuck's going to pop up uncharted territory 
you know, new experiences, moving away from home, whatever it may be, and you have no idea the demons, the dragons are going to pop up from underneath you and try and stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. The fear that's going to come up from that. You have two choices. Flight or flight. You have fight or flight. And the only noble thing to do is to do what the hero does. It's to face it. To fight. To slay the fucking dragon. That's why the archetypal story of the hero's journey is so important. Everyone is living the hero's journey. I'm living the hero's journey. You're living the hero's journey. But what are you doing right now? Are you truly living the hero's journey? Are you facing fear? Are you able to conquer chaos and come up and rise? Are you able to be brave, have courage? Because that's what you need. It's not fearlessness. No, it's courage and bravery. They're two different things. Are you ignoring fear right now and trying to run away? The only way to get, like, I heard Ido, a quote from Ido Portal. Those who don't know, Ido Portal is a, a movement coach who trains Conor McGregor. And if you don't know who Conor McGregor is, I mean, just quit the podcast right now. And, I mean, just kidding. Nah, just, um, Conor McGregor, big UFC fighter. He's going to first compete uh, in the upcoming couple weeks. Um, but amazing, amazing athlete. But Ido Portal, he has this quote in the documentary about fear and how it's like, you know, the X on a treasure map. X marks a spot, fear marks a spot. Trust me, the best thing, the thing you want most in this fucking world, the thing that's gonna improve your life, the things that are gonna bring value to your life, are honestly past that fear. It's past that. Like, it's as corny as it sounds, and I understand for some of you listening right now, I'm like cringing, I'm like, you know, oh Thomas, thank you for telling me once again some corny ass piece of advice. Like it's not corny at all. Because it's fucking true. I'll go more into my story in the next episode, but I can't I'm trying to get this through your head. You need to be able to be brave enough once again. Let's say it one more time. Be brave enough to Face the fucking dragon. Face fear. Because, you know, the gold it's guarding, the treasure it's guarding. That's what you want, right? Whatever dream or aspirations you have, that's the goal. It's to be the treasure. That's what it's guarding. And you gotta transform in the process. You gotta equip yourself with tools and weapons that will help you eat and slay the dragon. You can't be weak. You have to transform. And at the same time, once you make that transformation, there's no real going back. I mean, you can make that transformation and go back, but you're going to sacrifice something in the process. You think about the whole story of responsibility. As a kid, you are any, you're oldest, you're you just, you're just potential. I mean, that's why people say kids are magical. And I'll go more into this again in the third episode. But 
kids are so-called magical because they can be anything, but they aren't specialized in something. They aren't refined to be something. Think of it as some, you know, a child, a young child is a teenager is essentially a ball of, you know, unsculpted clay. It can be anything, but it isn't something yet. And that's why you take on a responsibility. You take on responsibility. You take on a transformation to become something. And doing that, you have to fucking face fear to transform into become a better version of yourself like i have to that's some well that's one of the reasons why i grew up so early compared to other people like i'm not nearly i'm not gonna say i'm a completely like fully matured individual i mean i wouldn't want to say that at all but i would say that i am much much further than 90 98% of every anyone else my age any other 18 year old because, like, I have to face a big dragon at the age of 15, moving away from home, the other side of the fucking world, you know, chasing a dream, which many people would say is unrealistic. It's a fucking dragon and a half, if I ever heard of one. But I'm so grateful for the fact that I got to face them, I got to slay them. Because I'm just a completely different person right now. Completely transformed. Fully improved. And I'm excited to see, you know, despite whatever challenges lay ahead of me right now, that I'm going to transform in that process. I'm brave enough to face anything that's in my way right now. I'm not fearless. I'm brave. Be the hero of your story. And better yet, if you're striving for something great, real great, real big, you want to make an impact, you're going to have to end up becoming the hero of other people's stories as well. And you get to decide how you go about doing that. You can't run away. You can't be great and be a little, sh you know, shy little kid at the same time. You can't run away and be you know, a shy little kid. You can't be a coward and be great. To make sacrifice, you have to fucking take deep, take a deep breath, and just do it. Whatever's holding you back right now, face it. It's your parents, shitty friends. Just look them in the eye. You know, tell them what needs to be said, but they'll say fuck off. <laughs> to shitty friends, They'll tell your parents, okay, I'm gonna do me, and I'm gonna do chase my dream. I do believe in me I'll, I'll find a way. I certainly there are people listening to this podcast who are to be frank douchebags for parents. <laughs> or whatever whatever negativity, whatever problem you're facing, I can even fucking face it. With balls full of confidence. Again. Be the hero. Of your story and if you can and I think you should be the hero in other people's stories as well anyway 
I'd like to thank you for listening to the Blue Podcast, especially episode 12, Hero's Journey, part one. And I'll see you guys all next time. Take care. Usually this is different every time. Losing sleep when the feeling's what you find. Too many other problems that I know. Causing everyone to knock up on my door. Different scenes causing many different views. Doing me so don't you tell me what to do. Could it be that I know the feeling's right? Wouldn't be upset, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't really wanna talk about it. I got problems, but I. Yeah.